Hi, my name is Aaron Lindstedt. I'm a polar explorer and motivational speaker. Is it worth it to stay in shape, keep working out, and stay on a regular regimen, not only for your health, but ability to enjoy locations like this? Let's talk about that a bit. Is it really worth it to work out like your doctor and the nutritionist and everybody on freaking everywhere tells you to do? Well, let's explore that a little bit. Right now I'm living on the coast, so I live at sea level. Code for, I'm so close to the ocean that I think it takes me 32 seconds to walk to the beach. I'm very blessed to be able to do that. However, that doesn't give me very good altitude ability like here where I'm at, uh, let's see, how high am I? 7,800 feet, something like that. Well above a mile, mile and a half. Now, I work out quite a bit. Normally, what I'll do during the week is I'll, I try and run at least 30 miles a week. And that means I'm going probably an hour uh, running every day or uh, every day except for maybe Sunday and go to church or something. And uh, I try and run for an hour, which equates to five and a half or six miles, depending on how I'm doing. And sometimes I just literally have too much to do, too much work. And so I'm just slaving away for a ton of hours, pitching clients, preparing for presentations, making videos like this. Now, of course, it's so easy to just go crazy, sit at that desk and work out like, oh, no, no, I'll, uh, I, I, can, I can work for another hour, no problem, and then sit and sit and sit. And what happens when you do that? Well, this thing, I don't know, yeah, yeah. That's right, that thing starts to get wider. And of course, that's not exactly, ooh, that's sexy. But one of the reasons I work out, sorry, I'm kind of blind here. I'm gonna have to put on my, uh, put on my hat here, is, uh, all right, oh, much better, good. So one of the reasons that I continuously work out and I try and get 30 miles an end if things are going well, I'll, I'll push it up to uh, up to almost 40 miles a week running, which means, of course, I go through very expensive running shoes in like three months, which is kind of a bummer, but I've got other videos to uh, how I make my running shoes last up to 50% longer. Check the links below. But one of the reasons that I do that is, so when I come to locations like this, I'm in Jackson Hole right now, and I'm on the top of Snow King and I've also <laughs> got another link below to how to climb Snow King efficiently without getting lost some of the the or the best route that everybody uses but one of the good values about continuously working out and staying in shape is not only can I come to places like this and really enjoy myself but I also feel a lot better and th that's the thing that uh, a lot of people don't consider is when you're when you're consuming a high sugar diet where you're drinking soda daily regardless of if it's diet or regular I mean it's just a huge impact because that impacts your spleen which works uh, with your insulin system that manages your sugar levels and how you feel which thusly impacts the risk for diabetes I mean just the list goes on and on and on but that working out also produces positive endorphins you get a um, it keeps the cortisol which is the stress 
chemical in your brain that keeps that under control. You do need some of that. When you're out working out like this, you get a dopamine dump. So instead of trying to get a dopamine hit, let me turn around a bit so we can have the sexier background. Oops, yeah. Um, and yeah, let's see, where is it? Yeah, there's a the Grand Teton right there. And so you actually get a dopamine hit. So instead of hoping that you get a text or a new email or a Facebook message and a hundred likes and where it's like, wow, that was so cool. People actually get a dopamine rush. And unfortunately people are actually become or have become very addicted to that. And that's actually an unnatural thing to be constantly pumped like that. But you actually get an endorphin rush as well. That makes you like, the uh, what they call the runner's high and I don't know of any way you can really get an endorphin rush other than eating scorpion peppers uh, there's a place in Jackson Hole called the bird and they make a scorpion pepper sauce I mean I, I dip my wings in it I eat it and immediately it feels like my head disconnects from my body I'm like whoa <laughs> drool my eyes run or tear up but it's incredible and you know, to, to some people that that's like miserable heck, but to me it's like, oh wow, that's really cool. But you can actually get all of those feelings by working out. Now, does that mean you have to go climb a mountain like this, uh, climb almost 1,600 feet from you know, uh, 6,000 feet up to 7,800 feet, uh, give or take? No, not that. That's definitely not for everybody. Absolutely not. But does that mean you can't get and get outside and walk for half an hour and try and do a little bit of power walking? Maybe take your spouse, your dog, your kids, your parakeet, you know, whatever you have. It actually makes a big difference. Now, I absolutely admit I run into the same problem where, oh, I'm too busy. I have to do blah, 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 blah. I have to dust the baseboards. I have to clean the fridge. I uh, have to check my email for the 50th time today. I mean, just so many things, but, and I, I always struggle with that. I, I mean, absolutely admit it. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's very easy to get super crazy work focused because as a motivational speaker and author, if I'm not working the system, if I'm not on stage, if I'm not writing the next book, guess what my income does? <laughs> right. So you might be under the same pressure. Say you live in, in Southern California, you've got a two income household and you know, you're having to pay a 2000 maybe $3,000 a month rent. You know, you guys are really having to crank it out. So there's a temptation. Oh, we gotta, we gotta work more and more and more. And then you're so burned out, you watch TV and then you feel bad. <clears throat> and then of course, you don't feel good enough to work out. So what do you do? Well, you feel worse. And then, oh, I really don't work out. Now here's the warp thing. When you start working out, you're going to feel actually, I wouldn't say worse, but even less energetic initially. And that's one of the hard things about working out is like, man, I'm so wasted. I'm not doing that again. So. One of the keys is you need to slowly ramp that up to get going. So, I mean, the whole concept of feeling better and working out, it actually takes a couple of weeks, especially if you've been very sedentary. Maybe you've got an executive job. Maybe you've got kids. I mean, I, I don't Or <laughs> maybe you have a very physical job, like you're in construction or uh, you're, you work on telephone lines or whatever it might be. And then, you know, you, you're pretty much working out all day. But one of the things about doing that for yourself rather than for your job, whether it's a 
desk job or you, you stand working in a retail shop or whatever it might be, is that going and working out for yourself gives you a huge benefit of an endorphin rush. You get a dopamine ding without the, oh, come on, send some text so I can get a text to feel good. You know, that, that's totally unnatural, but getting out and working out actually makes you feel way better, way happier, because if you're having uh, feelings of down in the dump or like some people are talking now like, oh, this is the most unpatriotic time ever, it's, it's really a function of perception, sadly enough. I mean, a couple of psychologists I know and talk about that, and I've seen that in Psychology Today, or was it popular? No, yeah, Psychology Today, subscribe to the magazine. That those things can really make you feel bad and it's also a function of if you sit around, you drink sugary drinks, you eat highly processed food, all those things that are bad for you and we know they're bad for you and they taste good because that high fructose corn syrup and all those preservatives and they make you feel good initially but then man I'm always hungry I'm always out of energy I feel terrible and I you know I'm gonna go to the doctor and I feel depressed and then I'm gonna get I mean it just keeps going here we go and then I'm gonna get on antidepressants well did you know and I've listened to a couple books on this now that actually antidepressants and I'm not a doctor can actually permanently impact and affect your brain in a very negative way causing cognitive abilities, emotional problems. I mean, it really spirals, spirals out of control. So you might be taking these antidepressants to feel better, at least neutralize the ups and downs, but you're actually potentially, potentially damaging your brain. There's actually a lot of research to so, show this. So the, one of the functions, people don't get out and work out and do all these things. Now, interestingly, if you look at people from, say, before 1950, how many overweight people do you see in, not in movies, because they only put beautiful people there, but just average pictures. Go surf around and see how many people are struggling with weight problems are there. There simply aren't any, like hardly at all. When I was growing up, there's only the one poor kid who's truly, honestly overweight. But all of them, all those people, not all of them had cars, but they walked a lot more. They, there are a lot more physical jobs, a lot more people coming around and doing work or being active. Like when you go to Paris, there's not a lot of overweight people because they're marching around. Japan, Tokyo, no, people are marching around like crazy. Do they feel better? Possibly, very possibly. So see, the value of staying in shape and working out is totally huge. Not only do you have the ability when you come to places like this to be able to enjoy them better and you won't feel as bad, tired, or whatever, but you also get all the positive benefits of feeling stronger, being able to breathe better, your mind is clearer, you don't have to take antidepressants and all that because you know, 30 or 40 years ago, a Mommy's Little Helper, remember that song? Yeah, that was antidepressant rage. So all of those things can be completely eliminated if you work out and stay in shape. And it doesn't really take that much time. I mean, heck, download an audio book, go to your local library, hook into your, their uh, overdrive or Libby system, get audio books for free, and just listen to stuff that my educator would entertain you while you're working out. And you can totally change your life with that. So it is absolutely worth it. 
to stay in shape and work out because you might come to Jackson Hole one day, climb up Snow King in less than 40 minutes, and you'd be like, yeah, that was awesome. My name is Aaron Lindstout. I'm a polar explorer and motivational speaker. Please like and comment on my videos. Scroll to the bottom. Let me know how I'm doing. Also, if you wouldn't mind hitting the sub uh, subscribe button, that helps me keep this channel going. Doesn't hurt you at all. Just hit subscribe and I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I hope this inspired you to maybe just get out, get a little uh, blood flowing and feel much better. Thank you very much for watching.